Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and I'm your podcast host for right now. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, you're tuned into episode two of Right Now. Once again, with yours truly, Stan Wangland. Uh, you might have heard my other show, uh, Just Thinking, 450 shows, and I hope you enjoyed it. Go back and listen to that, or Mind, Body, and Spirit. But this is my new show called Right Now. And, you know, this has to do with those things, seen and unseen, that are happening right now. Things that we're all thinking about, that you're thinking about, that I'm thinking about. You know, they could be large issues, they could be small issues. And on right now, they're going to be unedited, they're going to be relevant, they're going to be real. No spin or no cycle babble. So, welcome to the show. And just so that you know, uh, uh, right now is available on a, a whole host of platforms. The primary platform is anchor.com, uh, and you can get that very easily. But if you don't have that app, uh, it's, all it's also available on all other kinds of uh, podcast uh, platforms, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocketcast, Podbean, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. And, you know, there's more to follow with that. So, uh, you know, it's really out there for your listening enjoyment, whatever format that you want. And once again, you can hear the Mind, Body, and Spirit shows, which are a different kind of a venue. Uh, or you can hear my, uh, my longstanding show called Just Thinking, uh, which has about 450 episodes on there, a whole variety of things. So it's great to be with you tonight. And I thought for episode number two, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, is happening right now, and, uh, I, you know, I was uh, celebrating my granddaughter's birthday the other night. It was out at a wonderful, we were sitting out under the stars, we saw the space station come by, we were social distancing, but we had a big, beautiful campfire going out there. It was like a fall evening in New York. It was really kind of perfect. And I got home about, uh, I don't know, 1130, 12 o'clock. And uh, just, it was just a beautiful night. You know, the dogs were out there, my son, my daughter-in-law, my wife, uh, you know, and, it, it, you know, just a great night. And uh, I just happened to flip on my phone. I said, I wanted to see what was on Smart News, you know. Uh, you know, I actually, I wanted to look at the COVID kind of numbers, things that were going on. I hadn't checked that out you know, for a few days and wanted to see what was going on in the area. I mean, I have a, a good idea what's going on with that, but I just happened to click on that smart news. And uh, sure enough, man, I see that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, you know, had been, uh, had passed away. And in case you don't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, is, you know, she's a, a very famous uh, senior citizen. I think she was 83 or maybe 87. I should know that, but I don't. And she was uh, a Supreme Court Justice. As a matter of fact, she went to the same high school that I did, James Madison High School, as did Bernie Sanders and uh, as did Chuck Schumer. I've mentioned that on all my other shows. I come from Brooklyn, New York. I'm a retired psychologist and uh, adjunct professor for SUNY. And, uh, you know, uh, just she's a brilliant woman, uh, you know, obviously a liberal Supreme Court Justice, but a very good person. I had a movie made about her and everything else like that. She's really in the forefront of things. 
But, uh, you know, why am I uh, going over that uh, with just now, or excuse me, right now? Uh, you know, I've, I've seen people literally become uh, despondent and fearful and, uh, you know, just get literally out of their skin, uh, you know, because the, this wonderful woman has passed away and uh, which you would think is the issue. But the real issue for many people is not that she's just that she's wonderful, not that she's just a role model. And a lot of people don't even know. I mean, they think she's wonderful a role model. They don't even know anything about her, what her career is, what she stands for, what she doesn't stand for, uh, all those kinds of things. Um, they were looking at Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like other people in our government, as uh, an individual that is going to save us, to save us from, uh, you know, what's going on right now in our government, uh, you know, with the slow descent into uh, just alternate reality, uh, you know, with uh, the president that we have right now in the administration, a lot of different things that are happening. Uh, now, this is where I left off when I stopped my show, Just Thinking, uh, which was at the height of its success because I really couldn't stand going over constant political uh, issues and political stories. But, you know, right now has to do with what's going on right now. And uh, this was a biggie. So uh, here we go again, uh, at least for me. Uh, right now, I've, I've, I've got to discuss that. But I'll tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to discuss it from a different uh, perspective that I, I think a lot of people are getting. Um, uh, I think that many people are getting this now. And uh, it's something that I learned early on in my career. I, I learned early on as an individual. And I, I really feel uh, is what is at the crux of the problem that we have right now in our government, whether it be with the president or with local elections or with how the police are acting or not acting or how people, when they're protesting, go wild, uh, you know, many people, or how political correctness and psychobabble take over, uh, you know, how our school systems fail us and how income inequality, all those things. I'm not talking about liberal or conservative agendas. I'm talking about things that right now affect the average person. And I think one of the things, uh, and it's the great thing about doing podcasts, particularly when they're raw, they're real, and you can be yourself. I mean, I'm not beholding to uh, advertisers or, uh, you, know, you know, station managers if I was broadcasting on FM or producers uh, or things like that. Uh, the wonderful thing is I can go back to my roots and do what I want to do and say what I want to do. Uh, and that's what I'm doing right now. But here's the thing. I digress. We're always looking for a hero. And I think of that song by Tina Turner, We Don't Need Another Hero, you know, from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome or whatever. And it's really true. Uh, people in, in, in all generations, it seems, when, when they don't want to stand up themselves to do what's right, or the vast number of people don't want to stand up for the, you know, for, to, to stand up for what's right, or they don't know how to express themselves, or they feel disempowered, or they uh, feel weak, uh, or they just don't want to do the right thing. They're looking for a hero. They're looking for a cult leader. They're looking for somebody to make their decisions for them. And, 
you know, they feel that if that person dies, if that person has a shortcoming, if that person has an ugly past or has done something with whatever, then they've been betrayed. They feel that you know, it's the end of the world, they catastrophize them. Particularly if somebody dies or somebody gets voted out or somebody, uh, you know, uh, fails at something. Uh, you know, or fails their expectations. People freak out and they think it's the end of the world. And, and, and you know, what's going to happen? This is going to be the end of the country. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be the end of the Supreme Court. This is going to be the end of our government. I mean, I've heard that. Sometimes I even buy into that uh, because there's such blatant criminality. Uh, but here's the thing. Let's say you don't like Donald Trump. Obviously, I don't like Donald Trump. I don't want Donald Trump to die. I don't want Donald Trump to be, I said that on all my shows, so get me right. I'm, I'm not into conspiracy theories or anything else like that. I think he's a grifter. I think that's obviously, you know, he has a, I come from New York. He has a history of grifting. I've been to his hotels, his casinos. <coughs> and, you know, lots of people who have lived in New York with him and seen his performance over the past, uh, you know, lifetime, <coughs> excuse me, are very familiar with his antics and he surrounds himself with uh, a lot of questionable people as a matter of fact rick wilson uh, you know a republican strategist has a great book called everything trump touches dies and uh, that's kind of true uh, in many ways in my opinion but whether you're on the left or the right here's the deal this guy doesn't get to do what he does and I've said this in all my podcasts uh, about it, and it applies here to this case with Ruth Bader Ginsburg the same way. He does not get this power, this enabling by being a magician, by being a wonderful, clever guy. I, he's none of those things. He basically has an embarrassment quotient that's way higher than most people. And he just says shit and has no limits that other people uh, generally were not prepared to do, that they have never been have never done that and this guy thrives on that uh you know but we are the people meaning we are country who have empowered him we meaning fellow um uh, you know fellow uh, people in government or fellow republicans or fellow people in business who play along with his stuff when you know darn well that he's not telling the truth or doing things. So you, you're putting your eggs in the basket of this person. You're making this cult, this person a cult leader. Uh, you know, everything is riding on them. Think of what would happen if, God forbid, he died tomorrow morning. Do you think that Donald Trump Jr. would step in and take his place or Ivanka? No, the whole Trumpian thing would collapse like it did with Hitler or Mussolini or you know, Lenin or Stalin or anybody else. And it would take a long time for, for somebody to, to, to pick up the pieces. And there's no other leaders out there that are nutty, as nutty as he is in, in the manner that he is or to inspire people, you know, to be crazy. So many people have put all their eggs in one basket with this guy and, and they, they depend upon him to fight their battles. And that's really a bad mistake for people. And it's a bad mistake for us. And it's really unrealistic. And forget about Trump now and go back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We do the same thing with her. Where people would do the same thing. You, you, you see the political memes and things that come out on Facebook or Twitter. You know, send a birthday card to uh, President Obama and Michelle. Oh, stop it. 
it's such foolishness. Uh, you know, if, if you're me, I, I think he was a wonderful president, President Obama. I think his wife is a wonderful person. You know, I, I think they were admirable, did wonderful things. And, and, and that's all, much of that has been lost in the insanity that we have here today. And now people have put all their eggs, uh, you know, for the Supreme Court and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know, we can't have another thing on the Supreme Court. Well, you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, you know, one of my idols, uh, you know, padded the Supreme Court with many, many people who were very, very liberal for a long time. And, uh, you know, that was his prerogative. And the system, uh, you know, eventually changed that, uh, you know, and it, it, it swings in, in many different directions. And uh, that may happen again. But if people assume their real power, if they take personal responsibility for things, if they're realistic about things and make intelligent decisions or even adequate decisions, uh, you know, you can, you can weather these kinds of storms. People have to realize that they're giving up too easily or giving into too much conspiracy, whether it be uh, you think Joe Biden is a pedophile or you think Donald Trump. Come on, people have to stop that kind of stuff and realize that, you know, you are an individual citizen and I'm an individual citizen and we have power and authority. And can unelect these people, uh, we can protest, we can do lots of different things, we can withhold funding, we can, uh, you, you know, we can start new parties, new groups, have new candidates. Yeah, does it take effort? Yes. But people can do that. So a lot of it rides with us. And a lot of the other stuff, too, doesn't really happen. You know, it doesn't really happen. Sometimes worse things happen than we imagine. But a lot of other things that you think are going to happen don't happen. And, uh, you know, people let a lot of other things go by and they don't pay attention. They don't pay attention to climate change or they don't pay attention to economic disparity. They don't pay attention to a lot of other things. But they pay a lot of attention to nonsense or issues that are not, you know, really going to manifest themselves, uh, you know, that much. So I know it's very serious with the Supreme Court. I know there could be some very bad people who were appointed in there or people that you might not agree with or might I might not agree with. But uh, do I think that that particular thing is going to be the end of the government? No, it's one person. Even this crazy president is one person. If we exercised our sensible options appropriately as a country, and hopefully we'll do that at the ballot box in November, and people say, he's going to steal the election, he's going to do that. Well, he might try. And there's, a, there's hundreds of millions of people who are out there who can say, no, that's not going to happen. There's the military. No, that's not going to happen. There's other branches of government. No, that's not going to happen. You know, there are many things in place, uh, you know, that are there to uh, make sure that a, that more of a catastrophe doesn't happen that's, than has already happened. So for this second episode, uh, which I'm going to end up on today, I would remind people to, uh, you know, be more of a critical thinker, you know, think of and say, what, what is it you think that's going to happen? 
if a very conservative uh, person gets in the Supreme Court, does that, what do you think, the Supreme Court's going to take away your Social Security? Or you think the Supreme Court is going to tell the, the president he can become a dictator? No, I don't think those things are going to happen at all. They're basically, you know, they're going to basically going to have a conservative agenda, a conservative interpretation of the Constitution. You know, those kinds of things. And we have, a, you know, we have a Congress, we have a House of Representatives, we have a Senate. You know, we, we the, the, no one is going to live forever, including President Trump. You know, so those people thinking that this guy, he says he's going to do a third term. Yeah, wishful thinking, you know, he'd be lucky if he's here four years from now. Forget about, you know, four years and then thinking he's going to go four more. So sometimes it's a good time to put your thinking cap on and for me to put my thinking cap on and not catastrophize things. Now, all that's said and done, yes, when we have a very experienced, good person and a good hand in a position and at least open for people who are not good uh, or people who are cronies and things like that. And we've had that before and we will have it again in government. No, that's not a pleasant thing. But. It does not have to be the end of the world if we realize that we're adults, that our choices matter, and that we're not as powerless as we as we think we are. Well, I hope that's a message of clarity, some critical thinking, as well as some inspiration. So if you're worried about uh, the Supreme Court, think of it. Say, well, what is it that you're worried about? I mean, you're worried that you're, you, you're planning on getting an abortion if you think they're going to you know, overturn Roe versus Wade or something. So, as terrible as that is, what if they did? Uh, that doesn't mean that every state in the United States is going to be uh, where you can't have an abortion if that's your, you know, if, if, if that's your thing. Uh, what, what do you think they're going to do? You know, uh, say you can have prayer in schools or something like that? Or I don't know. What, what, is, what is the issue? Do you think they're going to tell people they can have handguns all over the place? And, or on the other hand, if it was liberal people in the Supreme Court, what do you think? That everybody's going to come in and take your weapon away or something? What do, you, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're going to take the Jesus out of uh, Jesus or something? No, I, I don't think that people are planning on doing any of those things. Uh, there's other nefarious things that are being planned, I'm sure, you know, like on how to rip you off for more money and, you know, the good old-fashioned uh, standard ones that, you know, you, when we're not prepared and we have alternate realities, you know, we're setting ourselves up for when we, do, when we don't see things as they really are. But those are the basis of some other shows. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed episode two of uh, our new show called Right Now with Stan Wangland. And uh, right now, think about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and maybe we should all think about her wonderful contributions and just have a moment of decency and say, you know, we'll miss you. And leave it at that, and then take the yoke of responsibility up where she left off and move forward. What do you think? Well, whatever it is, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. And again, I'll catch you next time on Right Now. Right Now was produced, directed, hosted, and recorded by Stan Wangland. Thank you for listening.